0: I'm at the festival. I'm, oh, fuck. You know what I realized? Yeah.
1: I forgot that I did. I normally do an intro and then do the title sequence and then get into the podcast, and I didn't do that this week because I'm exhausted. <laughs> but,
0: yeah. are, are we in the podcast We're right now? We're in the now? podcast now. We're on. I'm
1: like, uh, yeah, and I have to move you, Hawk, so feel free to talk.
0: Uh,
1: sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I feel like Hawk and I are cut off and you're just like in your glory in the center there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, that's why I zoomed out of, uh, my camera earlier.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right now, I just got an ad for Cetaphil on, on, uh, Twitch from our stream. I'll C- <laughs> be C- joining it soon.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we're good. We're good. We're talking now. And, uh, yeah, we're excellent. gonna be talking about, uh, what we're watching. Well, you know, we had talked about this a number of weeks ago, but, because we all watch random shit. And, yes. Uh, I didn't even intro this show because this is "Geeks with Kids," the bi-weekly geeky podcast from a Parenting <laughs> Point of View. Um, not really a Parenting Point of View. I'm going to change that tagline one day, and maybe we'll switch. There's a been there's been a whole.
2: It's uh, it, the show's evolved over the years. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's changed from the what eight years that we, we've been doing this. That I've been doing this, uh, and uh, like uh, not been
2: eight months. <laughs> there,
1: there's, you're almost at a year.
2: Maybe? almost at a year. Yeah. yeah, almost a year.
1: Yeah. And uh, we're going to, I think we're going to do, I don't want to change the name. There'll be some branding probably changes and make the logo look different. Um, uh, I'm just going to change IGN into GWK and we'll just, it'll look exactly the same. We'll just use the IGN logo. They, hey, yeah. that way. They that seem that way to be doing be. well.
2: GWK works both ways because geeks with kids, geeks without kids.
1: It's true. It's true. <gasps> I, think, I think I'd have to keep right. the, the the domain as geeks with kids because the plot, the emails all go there. And, yeah. you know, when companies try and reach out to us. Um,
2: I'm yeah, I got, I'm renaming my my Twitch channel soon. And I'm like, hey, I'm already dreading. I'm just dreading getting rid of the undersc- such a
1: pain, right?
2: I'm getting rid of the underscores is all. That's fair. Uh so that way it ties all the branding together and then you don't have to type in the underscores yeah. every time. But just, just it's just such a pain in the ass having to resync everything yeah. after doing that.
1: Yeah, camel cap it, just right so that that's when the first uh first letter of every word is capitalized. Yeah. And no, all that's together. that's the plan. That's for the people the in, 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 the, in, the, in the in the in the in the internet that are listening to this. If they want to know what yeah. camel capping is, that's what it is. Anyway That's
2: the plan. I, I was originally gonna do that, but I didn't want people coming and going, that's sorbin?
1: That's sorbin. <laughs> that's sorrybin. Anyway, kids, we're here. We're gonna we're gonna do some things. This summer is gonna be a, a good revamp of stuff and it'll be nice. We'll do more watch parties. Um we'll, yeah. do, we'll do some other fun things. Um, maybe we'll go to conventions again. Who knows? <laughs> if that's starting to sixth wave uh going. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's all that. Five. Wave
0: number six, yo, woo! <laughs> the beard, Hawk.
1: Uh, Davis is loving the beard, man. What? You don't like the. This? I, I, so I went to Ikea today. I, I, I went to Ikea today, and I saw an older gentleman with the same hair as me. And I'm saying, like, at least 15, 20 years older than me. And I was like, I'm going to have to change my hairstyle now. Wait, like, like well, I, I, I need, it, I need under under a new And the. In the Thing it was a uh, like an old white dude and I was like oh no I can't do this can I I gotta have to I gotta have
2: to I I need to clean up I'm looking really homeless and scraggly right now
1: no oh, yeah your beard doesn't look that bad man your hair doesn't look no I, I
2: need to I need to clean up like the cheeks I need oh you to, can't like, see it there you know, just...
1: I have that too I have like, okay. a random stubble here and I'm just like I hate it it scratches my kids when I give them hugs. And they're like
0: Slipping. I need to do a big cleanup job too in that beard and the hair and that. I mean the I hair is always hard to judge in that because like, you know, this is just nothing's <laughs> happening here in that. So, but this eventually reaches a point where I have to take the clippers out to get into them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When it starts touching my ears, I've had the shaved sides for such a long time that when it touched my ears, I'm like, mm, no. No. It's gross. I don't like that. <laughs> uh, Dave says that you're you're looking uh for Brent, you're looking max payne, three yeah. style. I
2: unfortunately don't get that reference
1: <gasps> It's a good game, maybe <laughs>
2: I'm, a, I'm aware of Max Payne I just don't get the Max Payne I never maybe played Maybe that'll one, be so. one
1: of the giveaway codes that I Because I definitely have an extra code of that as well Um, Yeah, there are some plans for some giveaways In the future I have so many fucking Steam codes That I just don't need or use So, that'll happen Anyway, let's start this show By welcoming Hawk and Brenton I know we've been chatting for a long time But for those in the in the audio world, it's nice to you know put a name to the voice. Hi, uh, Hi. how's it going, guys? Good, good, yeah. good. Other than yeah. us all looking a little bit homeless. Yeah, Scraggly. I think, we're, I, I, think are, I think it's a I new
0: standard. We have to really apply to that. It's not homeless; <laughs> it's home bound, homebound. Homebound. Know? We're all looking a little homebound right now.
1: That's fair. That's a good that that's that's a good way of putting it. Especially since we're starting to go out you know cuz 6th wave uh we got to mm-hmm. clean up a little bit more i guess i don't know yeah i know whatever i don't know
2: i'm still i'm still masking so i still don't care what this looks like in that's public that's true
1: i wear masks too i just <laughs> i have too many kids and i have kids that could be spreaders as well and i just like i don't mm-hmm. want to deal with that people i have elderly people i see don't need to deal yeah. with that anyway Let's start the show like we normally do with what's good. What's good, guys? Let's go with Brent first. How's it going? What what's it's good, my great. friend? What's good?
2: I have I have two. I mean, like, obviously, like I've been ranting and raving the past few days about how much I like I don't is this a band that everyone knew about but me?
1: The Darkness? See, I believe okay, I think the Midnight.
2: Love? <laughs> so I am I am absolutely addicted to a band called The Midnight right now. They they are at like an edm synth band that does like 80 style power ballads mm-hmm. they are fucking phenomenal and yeah. i cannot stop listening to them and everyone that i have been like telling about this they're all like oh yeah i've been listening to them for years so i'm like yeah. is this something that i'd like i'm just really late to the party on
1: i feel like you were on the podcast when we used to have that as the intro like some of the pre-show yeah, music yeah
2: i I have no idea because like that was the th- that's what led me to them was I was looking for new stream music and they announced on their Twitter that they in their studio are not going to DMCA strike anyone mm. uh, for playing their music they want their music out there and heard it was like perfect download the whole catalog that's my new stream music
1: they're also really cool can't... like if you tweet at them they'll tweet back at you they're like they're like um, they they seem really it good. yeah they're good social yeah. media guys
2: they they seem but, like they're all about getting their name about out there they're all about like better branding for themselves. And and that's exactly the way to do it in this day and age. Just get your music on these sites. Let people play it. Let people hear it. like, And then they come to you. Everyone's too worried about like, oh, how are you going to make money if your music's played for free? It's like people pay for things they like, not things they want. That's like the motto of Twitch. is like that's people true. will come in and subscribe to channels, not because they think you need the money or anything, but because they just genuinely like what they're doing there and they want to help. They yeah. want to... They the feel board. good doing it.
1: And we appreciate yeah. everyone who subs to us. <laughs> um yeah, they're they're great. They're Danish. Or at least one of them is. So I assume that's why they're so awesome. Because the Danes, yeah. man. The Danes. Yeah.
2: And like yeah, I I I showed you briefly like the new uh artwork that's coming out of my stream, and then I found out that they just released uh a Halloween themed album that has music that sounds like it's right out of Stranger Things, and I was like, oh my god, that's like perfect for the artwork too. Like there's my new intro theme.
1: Stranger Things, uh, not Stranger Themes. Stranger Things is releasing their first trailer tomorrow for the next season. Tomorrow, I thought it was that oh. they already did, or at least they're f- they, like an actual tra- trailer. Oh, like an actual, okay,
2: like an actual story, okay. Yeah.
1: So, because that's supposed to be coming soon, isn't it? I feel like
2: uh, yeah. First yeah, half, yeah. first half of the season comes out next month, and then the second half Shit. is July.
0: Are they? Ooh. Is this going to be the final? Like, are they no, splitting they in two, two because it's going to be the final? Really?
2: Uh, no, third- I think they're they're, oh, s- they're splitting. Is this they're fourth? splitting this into two seasons, and I think they said they're doing one more. Five after seasons, it, and then that's is it.
1: the top. Is this four?
2: Yeah, this is four. Right? This is four.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Oh man, I'm excited for that. Sorry, Hawk. What's your good? Unless um, Hawk, unless uh, Britain, you're not done.
2: No, I, I the other all the only other one is like what we talked about before with Tunic. Tunic but is a phenomenal I figured, like, game. Like
1: that was something. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's like a Zelda esque game, but um, people who jump into it are like this is surprisingly hard and it is. And I love that yeah. it is. It does... It's
2: what got me about it is not the difficulty. It's how clever that game is. Mm. The mm-hmm. system of like the only there, you do not know anything. That game does not tell you a damn thing going into it. It's so much so that all dialogue in that game is written in an obscure hieroglyphic language that you can't read. Yep. And the only way to figure anything out is you have to collect pages of this uh, booklet, which is done up like an
1: old, (laughs) like an old Nintendo
2: style instruction manual.
1: But you don't get the pages pages in order. So they're just random pages. So you're like trying to figure out how to play the game as you play the game. As you get instruction (laughs) manuals. It's so good. And you
2: get it. And even then it doesn't describe anything. It just kind of gives you like clues. Yeah. And then as you gain more of the booklet, you start going like, Oh, the thing on this page corresponds to the thing on this page that solves this puzzle in Mm -hmm. the game. And it's, so fucking clever in uh, that mountaintop yeah. door oh puzzle at the end. That was, I was blown away by how well that was done.
1: This is the <laughs> game where I actually grabbed the piece of paper and started jotting down things again. Yeah. Like it's such, it's that yeah. type of game. It, it, it brought me back to old school gaming and,
2: I oh. I wish that I wish they had a better balance of combat to puzzling in the game. Either that, or just eliminate the combat altogether and just make it a puzzle game.
1: The like it was just yeah.
2: really that good.
1: There are times when I was just like, why are the regular enemies harder than the bosses, or like like some of the bigger enemies? And I was just like, oh, yeah, it's, it's so confusing. It's
2: but it hit a big difficulty spike uh, at the end of the game, like the last like ten percent of the game or twenty percent of the game but hit like a massive difficulty. For me, it was the boss at the end of uh, It's the, the boss you fight on that one platform that throws the bombs at you. The thief? That one? I can't remember what the what the name of it was. But you're shotgun? on like this small little round. Yeah. Yeah. The shotgun. Yeah. The shotgun. Yeah, the bombs and all the that. Thief. The, yeah. Right there, I was like, that was the first time in the game where I was like, what the fuck am I playing now? Like,
1: <laughs> that was the. I was stuck on that I, guy for I, like I two hours. Up- I tried to upgrade a bunch for him. I was like, Mm-mm-mm-mm. you're a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Hawk, what's <laughs> your yum?
0: Uh, I know we're talking TV shows tonight, but really, I have nothing else to talk about except like TV <laughs> because that seems to be where my downtime gets spent the most in that. Um, Get back down I've been on it. A- I know. I really have to get back to Elden Ring, and that General Radon awaits. Um, I just always huge... assume
2: you're binging the hell out of the game because every time I go on PlayStation, I see Hawk online Elden Ring, <laughs> and I'm like, Holy wow, he's playing really? a lot. It's
1: because you I'm haven't not playing suspend, that much,
0: probably, right? <laughs> I guess, like uh, you know, sometimes I guess if the game's left, you know, the disc is left spinning on, or you know, the program's left turned on, it's going to read us up. But really, I haven't. And... I'll go way.
2: and check your trophies and be like, let's see where he is in the game. And I'm like, Man, he's yeah, playing yeah. a lot, but he's making no progress the past few weeks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that seems to be the way Elden Ring goes all the time. And I'm like, God, I just discovered another catacomb that I have to go explore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see for That's the television. Nice. Uh, besides, <laughs> the besides, my besides uh, binging some old law and order that appeared on Crave and that. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Uh, I recently discovered Tokyo Vice, which is apparently Michael Mann's uh, first foray back into television since uh, Miami Vice back in the 80s. Um, And it's a fascinating little show. And it stars Ansel Eggert from Baby Driver. Uh, He plays as a guy from- You mean Ansel
1: Eggert from
0: West Side Story? I think that's what he's known (laughs) for now. I'll always know him for Baby Driver. I haven't seen West Side Story yet. Although I hear it's fabulous. It's wonderful
1: delightful it's spielberg. It's it's, it's spielberg it's it's spielberg
0: it has legally man. it has to be great <laughs> yep so this uh story revolves around uh Jake played by Ansel he's this kid who moved to japan uh really fluent in japanese writing you know, language and everything like that uh takes a job or applies for a job at the uh, major newspaper in tokyo as a crime reporter and he's apparently the first foreigner they'd ever hired for the crime beat um and it's just a really kind of cool show and that uh focusing on just that outsider in and in, you know in a in a country that he's he's kind of he's adopted the culture and that but the culture really hasn't adopted him yet <laughs> there's one point where he you know this editor like on his first day almost throws him out of the office because he thinks he's just some tourist who wandered in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um,
1: isn't he super tall too? Ansel Egger, yeah. yeah,
0: he is super tall. You, he, he, he pretty much, yeah, like he almost towers over pretty much everybody on the show. A
1: weird cultural thing for
0: him, or I guess, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs>
1: does it? It doesn't have the kitsch of Miami Vice, I assume.
0: No, no, definitely not that kitsch Um, you know, you know. No cool theme musics or that, or, you know, him like us kind of rocking out or being the you other know, badass there and that really the show is him just kind of like, you know, trying to fit in and that, but realizing how hard it is and that, um, like there was this thing comes up with the story he tries to report on a man is found on a bridge and that with a sword impaled right through him. Oh, um, shit. but
3: the,
0: yeah, but according to the police report, the police haven't written it up as murder. <laughs> and later on he asks a cop about this and the cop tells him there are no murders in Japan That's <laughs> and it's all a- <laughs> yeah oh show you- over
1: yeah. what a boring <laughs> show no murders in this place. <laughs>
0: So in the first in the first episode, he he discovers the symbol associated with the man who died. You know, he apparently he was heavily in debt. Uh, he gets the name of an insurance company or some sort of bond company which holds the debt and finds like a vacant, just a vacant warehouse. Um, but the same symbol comes up later on in another story in that in which a man basically immolates himself in the middle of the street. Oh so Jesus! That yeah, that's the first episode. <laughs>
1: So this series, I just was, I'm on the Wikipedia, is based on a book by Jake Adel- Adelstein, and it's about it, his years working in Japan as a crime reporter. That's awesome. That is, yeah, I, wonder if, I wonder if these stories that you're watching right now are actually part of the book and actually happened. Is it actually set probably back in are, that time? Like earlier? It's
0: dated about 2002 which probably lines up with like a, when uh, you know he uh Adelstein was a, a reporter there. He was there in um, 93 so, yeah. uh
1: until 2005.
0: Uh, yeah, so basically it, it lines up with like his experience there. That's cool. uh, it's great, and Ken Watanabe plays a <gasps> like a, a hard boiled cop it? in it. I have to oh, watch yeah. the show now. <laughs> yeah, he's co starring. He plays oh a hard boiled cop. Oh. Eventually, he and Jake uh, cross paths at some point um, because like the opening is just crazy. In that, Jake is you know, Jake and him go to basically a meeting with the yakuza. uh okay. you know, they're invited. Yeah, they're invited to this hotel. They're given strict instructions by you know the people in charge and that about you know who they can take drinks or food from, you know, don't, if anybody else approaches you with drinks or food, don't accept. But of course they get escorted away from their safe place to their actual meeting with a a Yakuza b- a boss and that who warns Jake. If he, te- if he goes on, you know, exploring a particular story and that, then, you know,
1: things might it. happen. Accidents it.
2: happen. It's it's perfectly safe though, because remember there's no murders in Tokyo anymore. There yeah, are
0: that's... no murders in Tokyo. Mm, <laughs> what a boring. Job, so anyways. No. <laughs> that's my um uh I'm gonna get back into it later I mean. after we discuss some more. Uh, that's on uh, what is it on in Canada? Uh right you now so it's, it's cra- on Crave. Crave. It's uh so HBO? HBO HBO Max original, okay. but it's uh featured on Crave currently in Canada. Uh,
1: so. man. Nice. That sounds awesome. Um for my um, what a, what a, what I like what have, what have I been liking lately? I've been playing a lot on my Steam Deck. I upgraded the hard drive, which was surprisingly easy to do. So now I have this extra hard drive that's sitting on my desk. I'm like, what what do I do with this little? I know it's, what it's do like you a do Little with dinky, this? 3380 size solid state drive, and I don't even want to put that like in anything <laughs> like that computer. Maybe maybe I could put Windows on it. Is Windows less than <laughs> 64 gigs? Your...
2: Is your chair wobbly? Do you need, like, something underneath it? it
1: might make it not squeaky. Mm. That might be nice. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but yeah, I've been playing since I upgraded it. So I got the 64-gig version of the Steam Deck. I put 512 gigabytes in there. I'm just downloading everything and just putting it on there and just playing it. I can remote play this onto my computer, or I can remote play stuff from here. So I can either play stuff on here that's installed on my computer or vice versa, which is... Crazy, and the technology in this thing is massive. The only thing I have an issue with in the Steam Deck is that it's sort of loud. The fan, you know, when you get on gaming laptops and the fans just like, Voo! the game's fucking yep. taking everything. That's what sometimes the Steam Deck does, and that
2: I think I unplugged it,
1: and it's just fucking like crazy. And the and the the vent is right on the top, so if I'm like if I move it, I just like fucking the air is straight in my face. Um. But yeah, at nighttime I've been playing Stardew Valley in my bed. I'm like, I'm so tired, but I want to play Stardew Valley. I gotta, I gotta harvest more of these, these plants.
2: <laughs> I gotta get more into that. I got it for PlayStation, so I can get the platinum in it. And I'm like, I've, but it, I haven't played it yet.
1: It's fine. Or like, I haven't
2: played much. Of it. I love that game. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I but I played the shit out of it me. on PC. Yeah, yeah. I, I you can go into yeah. you can go into each other's farms and stuff like that and help each other out. You can like swap items and stuff.
1: Neat. That'd be good when if people are on different um seasons, yeah the um when I played it, they didn't have the multiplayer like when I originally played it, but many years ago um yeah, but I'm just getting back into it and going back into it it takes it's awesome anyway, our main topic of the evening is uh what are you watching what yeah what are you watching we we have we watch a lot of we watch a lot of shit on t v and we have a lot of opinions that's why we come online and talk about it and you know, we want other people to watch the shit we watch. <laughs> and because we think it's great. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about some shows that we like. Um if we have questions about the shows that we're talking about just ask each other. I think this is going to just be a really chill conversation. I just want us to talk. It's like when, imagine us at a bar talking about TV shows and we'll be like, "You should fucking watch this show. This show is awesome. Yeah, this show is amazing. You should watch this fucking show."
0: You know. I have bothered so many people <laughs> like that at bars. <laughs> like, have you been watching this yet?
2: I yeah. literally tell people like that anytime anyone says to me like oh you've gotta watch it I I stop them right there and go, Shut up. I go, Do you have any idea the list of shows that I have to watch be based on people telling me that oh you should watch it. Just stop right now. Just, just watch.
1: There's a um, one day we're gonna have to oh no, Hawk I uh put a swear word in the in the chat. Hawk. Damn. Terrible. I don't know, there's little stars <gasps> there. You're you're horrible. No, um, <laughs> there's a there's gonna we're be a family f- fucking friendly here. Fucking hell. There, <laughs> there's a there's an episode in the future where we're gonna try and get Dave, who does not like anime, to watch anime. So we're all gonna pick a, an anime for him to watch. Oh, I, I, I know afford- one. I got it. I,
0: there, there's one I'd probably recommend for I, that. Yeah, I
1: think I'm gonna pick Food Wars for that because that's just a fucking amazing show. You, I know it was very little
2: about anime myself, so if anything, I would have to go old school and go Akira. Akira, okay, everyone. Because that's really the only. That is literally the only anime that I really remember.
1: <laughs> there's there's one I will send it to you. It's um it's actually a 2000 and I want to say nine like samurai movie, but it's shot like an actual movie and it's just gorgeous. Ooh. Um I'll 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 send it to you guys on another time. Uh, yeah, on please. the anime episode. Anyway, let's start with Brent. What are you watching? What do you want us to watch? Tell us what. Um, okay so i
2: i want yeah 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 yeah. i wanted to go a little more obscure because i mean like i can get on here and i can ramble for hours about uh how much people need to watch survivor i could ramble for fucking weeks about people watching (laughs) that i could ramble forever about impractical jokers which i think is the funniest television show that has ever been created and needs to be in canada more is it not in canada fucking netflix Netflix has the first two seasons of the show that they've listed as the first four seasons, and it's bullshit. I think the show has like at this point, 500 episodes, and there's only like it's on t- like TNT up here. I thought it was
1: on Crave. Oh, not Crave. I thought it was on um Prime Video as well. I, no, have so I don't many think so. Like streaming services, I just don't know where anything yeah, is
2: anymore. Netflix is the only one I've actually seen it on. Like, I could go on for hours, but that's like that's that's one of the, a lot of people know about that. So I want to go a little more obscure. So the first one I want to talk about tonight is this is one that I watched. Uh, I watched the first episode of it before it even premiered. I found this last year. They released it online about two weeks early. And it was I just had to see it because it's just the simple premise of it. And it's a show called Kevin Can Fuck Himself. Yeah. So created for AMC by Valerie Armstrong and produced by Rashida Jones. It tells the story of Allison McRoberts a woman stuck in an unhappy marriage to her husband, Kevin, an insensitive, unambitious man-child. The show follows a standard multi-camera sitcom format, complete with laugh track, and is based heavily on shows like King of Queens and Kevin Can Wait, Kevin James-style sitcoms. However, when Kevin leaves the scene... The show quickly transitions into a dark single-camera drama as it changes to focus the show on the despair and loneliness that Allison feels being trapped in a life where she's constantly forced to put everyone ahead of herself. Mm-hmm. And it is literally just the transition in the show is—it's insane how every time he is on the screen, it is full sitcom, full crazy shenanigans, laugh track, all that. He walks off the screen, and you just see the facade drop. And just how angry this woman is with him and how like much despair she has for like, I've sacrificed everything for this fucking buffoon. And it's, it it was their way of giving voice to all of these female characters in all of these shows who have been forced to be the, the voice of reason to a foil. Now it's like, no, now we get to see behind the curtain of how they really feel. And it is so amazingly done
1: the The guy who uh, plays um Kevin Eric Peterson does Eric an Peterson, amazing yeah. Kevin James like he is yes. Kevin James on screen and it's very eerie and yeah this, it's it's sad and both very good at the same time
2: mm-hmm. and she is phenomenal the one who plays Allison it's uh was Annie, her Murphy? Name? Annie um, Murphy Annie Murphy thank you from Schitt's Creek. And this was like coming right off the heels of Shit's Creek to jump into a starring role like this, and it is just a perfect vehicle for her. Like she is, mm-hmm. she is incredible in it. The way she can go from like that sitcom doting wife, uh, to like just the literally one of the premises of the show is her plotting to kill him, and how she can feasibly get away with murdering her husband on the show. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a dark, twisted turn.
3: <laughs> it's,
2: and I love the way too that like the way it balances out um the storytelling in it we were talking earlier about how the sitcom plays out like the sitcom portions plays out like a sitcom where every single episode it's a brand new story and it's just forget everything that happened but when you get to the drama episode it is a continuing storyline the entire season and as other characters who are in on the sitcom start getting enveloped into her world as well and we start seeing behind the curtain of their lives too and it's Mm -hmm. just but never him never kevin no, he is always the he is always the buffoon. He is always the reason for everything happening.
1: I feel like you, it would lose a bit of the magic if we saw him off the sitcom stage.
2: Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, And it's like it's crazy how realistic the not sitcom set is. It's it's such a change, like visually, like the, the, the production yeah. of this show is so well done to show the two different worlds. Um, I'm I,
2: wondering if I'm wondering how they did that actually I'm wondering did they is it two separate sets or is it just the or did they just basically go okay, let's scrap the whole gear, bring in new lighting new cameras new new furniture and whatnot because it does not look the same it really I, does I, like I, I you can see did. that it's the same yeah. but
1: I think what they did is that they have a live a full like um a full House the for, setup shoot, that they use for a live go, studio audience, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then they recreated on a live studio audience. I think that's what they actually ended up doing.
0: That's what I have a feeling they probably did too. So, yeah, <laughs> you can change the entire like atmosphere of a television show just through the camera and lighting and in and this, mm-hmm. you know, and the staging that you're working on.
1: Mm-hmm. But I think and they, actually, uh, they actually have a house for the other parts.
0: Yeah, and that like I thought the one part that was like the the
2: best example of like the transitioning between the two is in the first episode the the plot of the sitcom is. Um, it's their anniversary and the husband wants to throw a huge rager party for all of his friends and everything, but she wants to have a nice, simple, quiet dinner and invite like some closer friends than that. And it's the whole regular sitcom plot where his boss gets invited to the party and he wants to impress the boss, but at the same time he wants to have a big raging party. So there's literally this whole sequence where he is going between the two parties. And every time he's entering in and out, it's, transitioning between these two where he's in there cracking jokes with the boss and the wife and then he leaves and it just turns into like this awkward silence between the boss and the wife like how do we do this and then one of them will get up and go enter the room with him and all of a sudden it shifts again and it's just that back and forth dichotomy was
1: so well executed what is this on in canada
2: uh it is on you find it on amazon prime oh Uh, they have the first season right now so First season is out complete. It was released last June. Uh, They've announced that they are filming a second season to be released, I believe uh, next year. And then that's it They're They've decided to run two seasons and stop it.
1: I appreciate that as a, Mm -hmm. as a fan that they know that they have a length that they want to do. And that's where they want to cut it off for those characters. I appreciate that. We don't need 15 seasons of something that have over. Yeah.
0: And no can you imagine if they tried to draw out a murder plot over five arc over five seasons? I if, if, I'm still not even I'm still not even done the, watching the first season yet. Like I'm only 3 episodes
2: in and I'm so intrigued of where they're going with it because now other characters are getting involved in it too and I'm like how is this all going to end like how do you do a season 2 where almost every character in the show wants this guy dead and is plotting his murder? I feel like
1: AMC is generally good with not Dragging things out unless it's called The Walking Dead, so you know. <laughs> but, the- but they're ending it. Don't worry, they're ending it. Are they? Because yeah, just they're like ending it. And then they're just forever and ever and ever.
2: Yeah. Uh, How many spinoffs are they up to now? Three.
1: I think they're doing Let's a fourth see.
0: one, aren't they? Yeah,
1: hopefully. There's, there's fear, that- fear. There's
0: been. Yeah, there's fear. of The Walking uh, Dead. That was the there's first that one. New one that just came out. New world. Or the whatever. world be. World the beyond. world beyond, yeah. uh, but that's on limited series, so they they were only going to run two seasons of that.
1: And then Negan, and I,
0: the new Negan one. They're talking about like a, a Negan and Maggie series, yeah. which is it's a
1: already weird started pairing. filming, man. So yeah,
2: so, yeah. And, and then I know weird. that they were also talking about doing like the standalone movies with the like movies. Rick and Michonne and Jadis mm-hmm. and.
1: I'd be fine with watching a Michonne movie. I haven't watched that show in years and I would watch a Michonne I'm, movie. Yeah,
2: I'm, I haven't watched since the Heads on the Pike episode. I have not watched the show. <laughs> what was, what just, was that one? I just I just wanted to watch up to, because I've read the the entire comic series. <laughs> yeah, me too. So I just wanted to get to that episode of the show. And then I was like, and I suffered through like two seasons of just horrendous storytelling to get to it. And then as soon as it was done, I was like, eh, good. I,
3: yeah. I, I for that, those who yeah.
0: for, for yeah. those who don't know, that was uh, the storyline of the the, uh, the whispers, the whispers, oh. and that when they established their perimeter.
1: I uh, I finished right a little bit before you because I I stopped watching <laughs> when they killed uh, <laughs> Steven Yoon, which I knew was coming because it was in the comic book, but it yeah. when they did a whole episode of just me watching everyone get their head bashed. And I was like, I don't need to watch this. It's good. I'm, well, good. They, I'm fine.
2: Well, the Pike episode is just a whole episode of watching a bunch of people get their heads cut off.
1: <sighs> yeah. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's, that was a brutal cool. episode. That's
1: cool. Yeah. 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 Anyway. um, That's awesome. You have any questions, Hawk, for this?
0: show like, no i mean like i know it's been out there i see i you know it was it's you know I, the only reason i probably didn't get into it was just because like you know with this run on amc and that I, I hate sitting to for scheduled television like nowadays and that you know like, you know, like i watch Rachel's television son. when i, I want to I,
1: yeah i will watch it when I, I have a chance i the only
2: reason i'm only just now catching up is i had no idea it was on prime mm. i watched the first episode it was released on youtube early Yep. So I watched it like uh way back in June last year when it first launched. And it wasn't until literally yesterday when I was going like, "Oh, what show should I do for this podcast? So let me go through like Netflix and Prime and see what's on there and see what I can do." And I saw it and I was like, "Oh, fuck, I got to keep watching that."
1: <laughs> yeah. It's such a good show. I started watching it. Yeah. Um after a couple episodes had gone off and I was like, "Oh, I forgot this show came out." And I watched like three or four episodes, three episodes I think. And then I started of dropped off because, you know, pandemic life. And then yeah. you know, I will come back to it eventually. And now that it's on Prime. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Hawk, what's your number your first oh. one?
0: All right. So one show I think everybody's really gotta watch is Yellow Jackets. It's a showtime series, currently on Crave um it's it's first season ran in 2021 and i think like uh, the new season will be coming up uh very soon so everybody needs to get caught up on this one because <laughs> it was this was uh what it. this was this show uh like you know the, like I've, i'm trying to be good as far as television goes and that you know and parcel off certain episodes you know here and there and that not just binge everything all at once anymore and that you know i i, I try to parcel things couldn't do that with this one because, like, I had to know what happened next. <laughs> so, oh, they got for- a good
1: cast. The cast is amazing. Yeah, huh? the cast really is unbelievably
0: cast. <laughs> amazing. Oh, for shit. those who don't know, it's it's uh, it stars Melanie Linsky, um, Ta- uh, Tawny Cypress. Christina Ricci and Juliette Lewis. And that's really not even like, you know, the full cast in that.
1: Come on, Hawk. You're not going to talk about Ella Pernell. We have to get, but we have to get in. We have to get into
0: that. (laughs) We are going to talk about Gwen because she is very important to the first season. And that, but uh, I got established the premise basically. So a girl's soccer team called the yellow jackets back in the nineties, uh, uh, on a charter plane to go to, you know, to go to the, what do they call those semifinals, finals, whatever yeah. they call it? Regionals. Yeah. For regionals, <laughs> it's glee all over. <laughs> <laughs> One of the members' uh, dads was rich, and he he popped for this like a, a private plane to take the team to their soccer game. Only the plane goes down in a remote mountainous region, and the the girls from this team and a, a couple of the men who were accompanying them and that disappeared for about i think it's like 18 months months, 19 19 months months they were missing
1: in canada Uh, and we know what happens if you get lost in canada
0: (laughs) oh my god yes (laughs) so it takes place that takes place in the mid 90s you know which was you know it was like oh my god i know that song (laughs) every time the soundtrack came (laughs) up it's like "Ah, i remember that one uh and then it's counter it counters that with like the survivors in their in their forties and mid you know, and how the secrets of what happened in those nineteen months are starting to come back. Oh. Um Yeah. So
1: Is this is this when we find out that the, the killer was moose jaws all along?
0: Moose jaws. <laughs> the <laughs> like, killer what
1: ever
2: happened to moose jaws. I don't
1: know, he'll never come out with
2: it. <laughs> no. I don't know what
1: that is. Kevin Smith um, originally wanted to do a a Canada trilogy. He already released um, two of them. It was...
0: That Walrus movie? Tusk, yeah. Tusk was number
2: one, and then Yoga Hosers was uh, the second one. And then it was originally going to do a third movie. uh, And it was all... The trilogy was based around the Johnny Depp character that he was going to appear in all three of them. Yeah, And it was called uh, Moose Jaws.
1: And it was literally
2: just a version of jaws but with a moose
1: yep i would have watched that movie yeah yeah come on
2: i i don't know you know what i can't say i would because to this day i have not watched yoga hosers it's fucking terrible
1: it's terrible i refuse to watch it
2: it's the worst thank god he redeemed himself with with the reboot movie but Mm, um, i didn't like it anyway i did another time i really like that
1: and clerks
0: three coming out this year anyway hawk sorry continue
1: (laughs) <laughs> so in the first
0: in the first episode you're you're kind of it, it splits it it splits up the timeline a lot you know so you're going to be you're moving back and forth between the present day 95 and then like you know the events that took place in the woods and that um in the first episode we see this uh, young girl like being stalked at night through the woods and she running for her life trying to get away that, and that eventually falls into this like uh, some sort of a bear trap you know jesus you know? Yeah, sounds like Canada. Uh, the next. <laughs> yeah. So, like you, know, we saw we see these we saw these teen girls who were like you know at the prime of their lives and that you know the, you know the everything was possible and then we see the it, it, we see it in the middle of the woods and that you know these people clad in fur and participating oh, in what looks like some sort of like a ritual. Um, the girl that was hunted through the woods is basically becomes dinner.
1: Oh you God!
0: Know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Wait wait is this is this um so wait is this is like, family network? <laughs> no
0: no no this was no no this was a Showtime series it's on Crave and that yeah
1: was, was it the full Be- team of um soccer was that full yeah. soccer team on this plane?
0: Okay. It was a full soccer team and that, I can't remember. I mean there there was about 15 people that that basically survived. Uh
3: Oh, oh okay.
0: Yeah. It takes you through with the initial days and weeks and that that they you know and they were doing okay, but then again you know it, like it, there was a there's a lot of allusions to The Lord of the Flies, you know, you yeah. know quite a few Stephen King references in it and that, but basically like you. Yeah something was out there in that and these girls were being like transformed by the experience in that and this is kind of where Ella Purnell's character Jackie came in on that uh, her and like uh, Melanie Linsky's character Shauna were best friends and that but like
1: where is what you just said mm?
0: <laughs> yeah you know, things start happening in that. You know, Shauna had a big secret in that that you know Jackie didn't know about. Jackie eventually finds out, but Jackie herself, you know, Ella Parnell's character in that, finds herself, you know, week after week being kind of estranged by the group in that because she's not fitting in anymore. Uh, uh, do know, they start calling the like are... her piggy? Because I hope not. <laughs> no, no, no. it Doesn't get that far in that. But yeah, have you seen all this of the t- first season? Yeah, I so saw. I watched the entire first season. Does it, yeah.
1: does it leave, um like, Ooh. a lot of the 90s stuff? um Like, they don't tell the whole story of the 90s, right?
0: Not the whole story of what happened in the woods and that, you know. They, basically, the first season is about, you know, half of it is, is basically, like, them, like, in middle age, like, you know, and these secrets start coming back up. And that um, one of the people, one of the, the only other people who survived in that turns up dead. Uh, and the circumstances surrounding his death are very mysterious, and that the finale will blow your mind uh, when you finally get to it. I'm. I'm There's I'm a huge. Down checking this out. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna check this out probably. To, yeah, not tonight, but maybe tomorrow. Um, the yeah. hol- I I might watch it, the first one tonight. Is it a long series <laughs> season?
0: Um, I think it was twelve episodes.
2: It, in the... uh, it says ten episodes. So,
0: oh, okay, yeah. it was only ten, but they're a good. Fl- they're good size episodes, in that. So make sure you you know you devote some time to it, and that. But like, yeah. honestly, it, it like this slow, is one long... slow burn, or is it like pretty quick paced? There, between the flashbacks, the pace really yeah. quickens, in that you know, it, you know, there's. You know, and I'm the trying character. to think of what
2: a quick pace comparison would be because slow burn. You've got Midnight Mass is like that's that's the yeah. number one there. And then what's what's the quick
0: pace? It's definitely a lot quicker than that. Series. Scorpion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, it it, yeah. it gets it it goes deep with these characters. You know I, I, you know I, in past and f- and future in that. Part of uh, me wants Christine, to look
1: at the at the younger cast, but I don't want to because I want to see how they pair up when I when they when I see the show. Oh, I'm not gonna, right oh i don't want to spoil that
2: i just i want to see it because melanie linsky is in it and like i am such a fan so, yeah, uh, yeah one of the shows that i want us to do one day is a um shows that uh that shouldn't have been canceled or shows we wish weren't canceled or something like that or canceled yeah. too soon because yeah. she was in one that i was absolutely so fucking into at the time and they canceled it after four episodes and it was that show drive
3: oh
1: it was her nathan
2: fillion emma stone Stone, dylan baker oh so good really
1: yeah this was like mid 2000s like it was you can find the
2: episodes on youtube i think it was it was a story about like a bunch of people who are invited to take part in this cross-country road race race. Yeah. yeah and like every episode one player gets eliminated from the race not killed but just like kicked out of it but the whole idea is that in order to participate in the race, you have to, like, complete these tasks, and they just get increasingly more criminal as it goes on. Yeah. And there's everyone has their own motivations for being in it, and it's such, like, it was such a phenomenal cast because it was, like, Emma Stone before anyone knew who the hell she was, Melanie Linsky before anyone knew who she was, Nathan Fillion, who basically was just coming off of Firefly.
0: This I, this was a Fox show, wasn't it?
2: Yes. It was yeah, awesome. yes, I remember this. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, who was... Is- wasn't um, Dylan Baker Emma Stone's father, too? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. That, was a good, that was a good pair. I liked them. They were. They played well off each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But speaking, you know, as far as Melanie Linsky and that, yeah, she has been a force of nature in that. You guys have both seen uh, Heavenly Creatures, haven't you? Yep. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember watching that movie in the 90s and just being blown away. It's still my favorite Peter Jackson movie. In that. I
1: remember her from... Um, detroit rock city <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that cheerleader movie that she was in in like 99 or 2000 what's it called but i'm a cheerleader that's what it was called yeah oh, oh i love that movie yeah, with yeah. the
0: natasha Lyonne.
1: yep 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 oh man yeah i'm gonna have to watch oh, this God. yellow jackets show i i love it's all so of these good. actors actresses right christina yeah. ricci i'm happy to see Ju- yeah. i'm
2: so happy to see juliette lewis and christina ricci doing anything these days yeah. like they vanished off the face of the earth for so oh, long, and I'm so happy a lot to of see.
1: stuff, actually. Not he, anything like she...
2: high profile though. Like she hasn't been in anything prominent, so it's nice to see the two of them starting to get more prominence again. Like...
0: Did she do? Um, what's that? She was in the like she was in the Matrix Four. She was in the um, she was in
1: she was in the, uh, Zelda Fitzgerald still haven't watched TV it.
0: show. Yeah. Z still um, have not watched the new
2: still have not watched the new Matrix. It's There's good. That. She
1: randomly no. shows up and disappears, and we're like, ah,
2: I. I d I don't believe it's good. I can't believe it's good.
1: I know it I know a lot of people <laughs> that hate it, but I, I really liked what they did in it.
0: The Matrix? Yeah.
1: I liked it. Yeah. Matrix for you. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. I liked it. I liked
0: it. Um liked it. Christina, Christina Ricci though, her character in Yellow Jackets, Misty.
1: You know what? Christina Ricci is gonna be in the new Wednesday um TV show. I heard that. That's which I think is hilarious because she was Wednesday. <laughs> I, hey, she was Wednesday Adams. Oh my god. Yeah. I hope she plays the mom. That would be yeah, awesome. Yeah, right? Oh, Morticia?
0: She'd be perfect, actually, yeah. as a mom. She's not very tall
1: and lanky, but I don't mind. I don't I'm mind. I'm yeah.
0: She's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. It's, fine. it's, it's
1: Morticia.
2: Fine. You just got to have black hair and boobs. And you're good. And she's got both. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right. Mm. Yeah. yellow jacket's cool. <laughs> um, you said it was streaming on Crave. It's currently on
0: Crave. Yeah, it's a um, it's a Showtime series, so you know Showtime's picked up here by Crave. Um the, the entire first season is out right now. Um I'm glad I really just kind of stumbled onto it. I can't even remember yeah. who recommended it to me, but once you start just devote huge chunks of time time to it I, because you're going to want to finish
2: i kind of need one of those right now like i kind of need one of those shows that i can just sit down and binge like 10 episodes over the next like week so i'm definitely gonna i think i'm probably gonna put the first episode on tonight <laughs>
1: uh, I'm, I'm i'm so torn as to what to do as my first because i have three shows two live action and one animated show that i've been talking about every episode of geeks with kids and mean is Marcus, it paw patrol no no it's bluey <laughs> Um, yeah. no. um. so do I just keep I knew gathering? I knew either
2: I knew if Mark was on that we were definitely going to get Bluey mentioned tonight and, and then I, I was I, like I, if he's not on I think Eric might still bring it up
1: because I have okay so I'm gonna I have three mm, do I do I do you know what I'm gonna do my I have
2: I have a third one in the back pocket if we need so you know what
1: <laughs> I will do my first one that I chose to do the first time when I first thought of this topic um this is a Canadian television show it's running on CBC it's called Run the Burbs it's developed by Andrew Pham of Kim's Convenience he played um Kimchi on Kim's Convenience and after Kim's Convenience died in a horrible horrible you know way um a couple of the people on that show ended up moving off to other projects Nicole Power um got her spin-off Kim Convenience show called Strays which is set in Hamilton And then Andrew. Is Andrew
2: Pham the one that went on to Last One Laughing?
1: Yeah. So Andrew Pham is from Last One Laughing. And he developed a show called Run the Burbs. And it's about a mixed family living in the Burbs in, uh, you know, Toronto and just, you know living life and it's a it's a it's comedic show so it's half an hour it's 20 minutes um without commercials it's also filmed in hamilton on upper james i believe is what they said um on on the mountain on james Um, i'm all done so upper james it's it's such i live near there there. it's such a good show (laughs) because it's so relatable as like i have a mixed family as well um and just the the family dy- dynamics of the show just feel so realistic the first scene of the first episode is what every family does after they go shopping like grocery shopping they try and bring in all the bags in one trip and it's so <laughs> hilarious i and, do that as a single guy yeah like everyone wants no one it's wants like to go it's like a point out, right? of
2: pride to do
1: it <laughs> Exactly it's like a point of
2: pride if i can carry them all in one and when
1: they're doing it you like you can see the strain they're like oh man oh the watermelon's falling and when they bring it out when they all bring it in the one trip, Andrew Fam turns around and he's, he sees his neighbor. He's like, one trip, one trip. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so relatable. Like from that moment onwards, I was just like, this show is perfect. And honestly, like the whole cast is fucking phenomenal. Andrew Fung plays Andrew Fam. Raki Moore, Zaria plays his wife, Camille. Um, he has two kids, a, a teenage daughter and a, and a sort of a younger son um, played by Zaria Wong. Who plays Kia? That's the older daughter, and then Roman Pacino, who plays Leo. Fam, it's just so such a cute family dynamic. Again, I keep on saying that, but it feels so real. They they hang out in a bubble tea shop, like the kids hang out in a bubble tea shop. I was like, when my kids saw that, they're like, why don't we hang out in a bubble tea shop? Like you're too young, you're too young, but you can when you get older. Like I would I would totally be down with that. Um, their daughter is is actually uh gay on the show, and they don't make a big deal a little bit. Which is really cool as a, um when you watch it on TV, because you know, you sometimes see shows and they're like, oh, we got to have a whole episode dedicated to, you know, we got to talk about this person's sexuality. It's TV. always
0: been different in Canada, yeah. that, you know, because I, yeah, I, when they, I, th- sorry, when I think about that, I always go back to Kids in the Hall and like Scott Thompson and yeah. that, you know, and it was like, there was never a huge, you know, it was like, it's never like, oh my God, you know, the Scott Thompson was gay and that, Scott Thompson always made sure everybody knew, you know, yeah. right off the bat. It was never something he held apart. Ellen, you know, like had to you know, do the whole Time magazine cover. But then, you know, Scott Thompson was just like, yeah. buddy Cole.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, I, I don't recall any of our TV shows ever being a big deal. There's one episode where her grandfather, you know, sort of had, he's like, I'm an ally. And she's like, but do you know what that means? And he's like, uh, <laughs> and he sort of struggles with it, <laughs> but you know. He, he, cause he, I think the issue with that episode is, um, or at least his issue in that episode was like, he doesn't want his daughter to go through any hardships or not his daughter, his, his granddaughter. And I was like, that makes sense for a, you know, a grandparent to, especially since yeah. we've all grown up through different times and you can see that, you know, you, you want to support them, but you don't really know how to. And she was like, oh, it's, it's such a good show. I love it. I can watch it with my kids. Like there's nothing in it that's inappropriate and I don't I don't think it is. It's one of those shows. Like when we were watching Kim's Convenience, it was nice to see um you know Asian people on TV. You don't really see that type of representation at least when we were growing up. I don't think I recall ever seeing an Asian person on TV except for Mary. Just Ray. that,
0: but like an entire like a sitcom revolving around an Asian yeah. family you know.
1: They they talk about um like uh Lunar New Year and stuff like that. Like these are all like traditions that I don't think I've ever seen on TV and they don't make it a big deal. Like it feels so normal amongst these people. And it's like, it's such a good bunch of a variety of, um, it's, it looks like the burbs. Like it's a bunch of different people, of different ethnicities living together and, you know, just trying to go through life. And it's funny. They have, um, cardinal official in the first episode and <laughs> he cameo's, <can't hear> <laughs> and he's like I don't go as Ki- I don't go as cardinal anymore I I I've-, I've evolved and he, he does all this stuff. it's such a good show um it's only available in Canada right now on CBC but they're trying to get distribution everywhere hopefully it'll be on Netflix like they did Kim's Convenience cuz really yeah. this is such like this is what has replaced Kim Kim's in our household like I love awesome. that show and I I feel like um when you watch Kim 's at least with my kids, there are times where like why are why why are young and Appa fighting right and I'm like, you know they had some issues when they're in the past, but this one's just like they can just watch it, and there 's nothing like tense that I have to you know explain oh, it's such a good show the the Canadian talent on this is just I just phenomenal. want to watch it I
2: just want to go back and watch it just because you're talking about that grocery thing because' like that was yeah. literally like. Every time I went grocery shopping, I would buy way too much shit. <laughs> yeah, and when I lived in the apartment building and you had to take it and you had to get everything out of the cab, you had to get it onto the elevator and you had to get it up to your apartment and I'm constantly trying to do it all in one trip. And every time you would have like some nice Samaritan who's on the elevator, like, Oh, here, let me help you. And I would literally be like, no, I got it. I I, I got this. I'm a pro. This. I'm a pro. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> the, the secondary cast of this show is amazing too. Um, Ali Hassan is the grandfather. I don't know if you know this. He's a. I know that name. He's a Canadian comedian. He's on CBC. He does. Um, I think he's doing the book thing on CBC right now. Um, he's very. He's 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 a known Canadian. Um, property not property person personality. That's the one personality. Um, uh, Camille's best friend is played by Julie Noki. I don't know if you recognize her, but on YouTube she does those talking explaining the pandemic to my past self. She's. She's phenomenal on YouTube, um, as well. Oh man. This, and it's just like people randomly show up of like Canadian talent. You're just like, Oh, I recognize you. I recognize you. Um, also Andrew Pham does a live Instagram chat every Thursday. So the show premieres on uh goes on TV on Wednesdays. On Thursday he brings people onto his Instagram and chats about the episode, you know, the night before. Like Andrew Fam seems like or Andrew Fung, I don't know why I'm calling Fam because of the TV show, but Andrew Fung seems like such a good guy. Like he's one of those people that can chat with his fans and yeah. he just seems like a guy. I loved great I guy. loved
2: him on Last One Laughing. Like mm-hmm. he was so phenomenal and just seemed like such a like a real like down to earth, easygoing like kind of comic. Exactly. Like he's he's not going for like gimmicks or anything like that. He's just going I just I just want to make you fucking laugh. Yeah.
1: And he does. Like Yeah. <laughs> there's there's an episode where they recreate their first date and it's like they all dress up like from 2005 and they do all their hairs like like frosted tips and everything oh my god i died i died laughing it was so funny and it felt so relatable because me and megan started dating around that time so sandra's like god oh my god that's everything remember when people used to wear multiple golf shirts on top of each other oh man that was a thing that was no was it Yeah, yeah, it was. It was, a it was like a two
0: thousand, like very early two thousand yeah, thing. I remember pre like two thousand four, two
1: thousand five. Very popular. Remember yeah. the and then they had the what are they called? The golf caps. Lots of people. Oh, trucker's the, hat. No, no, no. Trucker before hats. that, they had the golf caps. You know where the hair would be on the top, and then it would be, just be the bill. I don't remember what. They I thought they were. Oh, golf. visors. Yeah, visors. Yeah. Yeah. That was okay, thing. that was a thing for a long time. Remember
0: wow yeah i love run the burbs
1: it's probably my favorite show on tv right now just watch it just watch the show it's on cbc (laughs) wednesday nights yeah and then come to our stream on wednesday when we talk about moon night (laughs) 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 all right um any questions about run the burbs right now i think they have uh it's looking like there's
2: one episode left to go yeah uh tomorrow they
3: not oh, tomorrow sorry Wednesday, Wednesday.
1: Um, they have been renewed for season two uh, CBC has announced that they've renewed this show um, like other new shows they renewed Run the Burbs and Son of a Critch which is also a very good Canadian show as well check them both out they're both good CBC <laughs> any questions <laughs> about Run the money. Burbs? any no, no no all good good I'm mm-hmm. good I'm good Go watch it, um all right, Brent, Number two Ghost. number
2: two, I'm okay. I'm glad that you did that one uh first because I get to stay on the theme of Canada with this one. Um, <gasps> oh. this is another show that I have mentioned quite a few times. It has been my yum a couple times as well. um I started watching it completely out of order. I think I started with season two, did season three, did season four now I'm back watching season one for the first time. And it is a Canadian horror anthology series called Slasher. And it's hard. I think one of the reasons it's hard for people to catch on to the show is it has bounced all over the place. It was originally created by I think it was called Chiller was the the site. Shutter, right? Shutter? No, not Shutter. Oh, it was called like it was it's a now defunct one. I think it was called like Chiller or something. They created, like, they were the original ones to produce the show, and then they sold it to Netflix, where it went for the first three seasons. Uh, And then Netflix sold it to Prime, who sold it to Shudder. And now Shudder (laughs) produces it. So you can find it on, you can find the first three seasons on Netflix, and you can find all the subsequent seasons on Shudder. Um, But anyway, they've done four seasons seasons thus far. There's four so far. Uh, Season five is coming out uh, this summer, and then it's been renewed for season six as well. So basically, it's a show premiered back in March 2016. Uh, It is an anthology show. So every single season is a brand new story, brand new characters. uh, And it's all based around the theme of like old 80s slasher style horror. So every season is introduce a bunch of characters uh, and then kill them off one by one while they try to figure out who the killer is. And every season, it's a new killer. It is a new design. Um, They spend so much time going in depth in all of these characters to get you to really know them and really like them it is <laughs> and
3: then so they kill amazing
2: them. <laughs> to see it. yeah and the thing is is like sometimes it's kind of by the books and sometimes you will they will introduce you to a character and it, they will you'll be like here's one of the seasons they literally introduce a character where i was like okay this is the main character these are all the same oh they just killed the main character in the first episode <laughs> holy shit, like, this is what we're dealing with now. Like, no one is safe in these shows. It is is fantastic. um,
1: Is it like House on uh, Haunted Hill, where it's the full cast returning every year? Or is it just certain ones?
2: I would say equate it more to American Horror Story. It is similar cast member, like, some cast members do return. There's a few cast members who have been in all four seasons. Uh, There's some that cycle in and out. And then they also have a lot of uh, big guest stars. And it's very Canadian-focused. It's filmed in Canada. It takes place in Canadian locations, like mostly fictional. And it's for the most part, it's a Canadian cast. What nice. drew me to it at first was I watched one of the seasons and I was like, holy shit, half this cast was on Degrassi. <laughs> like, I know them, I know them, I know them.
1: And
3: Whoa. then they've, yeah, but I'm they've introduced the like,
2: uh, yeah, there's, and then there's other, like, they get notable Canadian guest stars. Like uh, Eric McCormick is going to be starring in season five. Uh, Wendy Man. Crewson was in season one. Leslie Hope in season two. David Cronenberg uh, oh, was one of the stars what? of season four.
1: Oh, well, the, He plays he like Scott Hawk there.
2: <laughs> I, I will explain his character in a moment. But and to get you, Eric and everybody else in season two, Simu Liu. <gasps>
1: yeah, he's only
2: it's a, it's only a cameo. He He's in one episode playing like the husband of a character. But it was really cool to watch that it's right after experience. seeing Shang-Chi <laughs> and being like,
1: Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I love when he randomly shows up in like TV filmed around Toronto. Yeah. That's so funny. Katie McGrath was but, in it. Oh, I like her.
2: Yeah, she's Katie McGrath is the star of the first season, uh, as well as uh, Brandon J. McLaren, who was another one. I was like, I know him from like all these different horror movies. Like he was in Tucker and Dale versus evil. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, he was in another show that I wish had been picked up for a second season years ago. Harper's Island which was another one of these like whodunit murder shows where it's introduced 25 weird. characters and kill them all off. <laughs> um, it's weird seeing him in this without the dreads though. Cause every movie I've ever seen him in, he has that really long dread hair. And in this mm. he's completely bald. Like he looks like Marcus.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. It's kind of freaky. <laughs> I wonder if he had to shave his head because of the rookie. Cause he ended up going on the rookie for a while.
2: Maybe. Mm. Um, a yeah. Just, officer. it's such a good show. Like, the, the character work that they put into it is unbelievable. Like you get so invested in everything that's going on. The, the designs for the killers in each season are all super unique and super original. Um, and if you're a gorehound, nice. this show does not pull punches <laughs> when it comes to the kills. Holy shit. Is it always super? Like natural, I was or shocked.
1: Is like, or is it like, sometimes... it's always
2: no, it's, it's generally it's always uh it's always a slasher there is one of the seasons kind of had some supernatural element to it i don't want to go into that because it kind of it would spoil it um but uh for the most part it's it's just straight up like just people being butchered by a killer in a in a mask but the fourth season i think so far was i think hands down the season three and season four were the best. And season four was the one with David Cronenberg. And the the storyline was an eccentric father played by Cronenberg who invites his entire family back to his estate on the 25th anniversary of one of his grandkids being abducted. Oh boy. And he makes them all basically tells them all I'm here. I have somebody, a doctor here who's going to kill me by the end of the weekend, uh, assisted suicide. But I want one of you to get my fortune and whoever's going to get it is whoever wins all of the series of games that I've set out for you to play.
1: my God. And it's like
2: vicious, vicious games. And then on top of that, there is literally a killer there who is picking off the family one by one. And it's so fucking good. And you don't have to watch the seasons in order. None of them tie into each other. There's a little bit of continuity between one of them where one of the characters from one season is referenced and appears in a cameo in a later season, which was bizarre because they were also playing another character on that season.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the cast list right now for all the seasons and it, you're right. It's like a who's who yeah. of Canadian. It's a who's who of Canadian. Oh my Mary God. Mary Walsh.
0: Yeah.
1: Rainbow son, Frank's is on here, <laughs> and like uh, people like, from um, Car- Carlos Jacot,
2: who is uh, like, yeah. Carlos Jacot, who was on, Grassy for one season is in every one of these episodes. Uh, Paula Berncotti who was on Degrassi, she's in every. Ep- she is unbelievable in the show. She plays such incredible characters in every single season. She's only a bit character in season one, unfortunately, but that's okay. Uh, she's one of the ma- she's one of the mains in every subsequent one. Oh my god! And I then do I'm do looking forward that. to season five that's coming out. as they're doing their version of Jack the Ripper but they're making it, but they're doing their take where he is now targeting the rich and elite rather than the poor and destitute. Yeah.
1: I like it. I like it. It'd be nice. to see and I guess in Canada on, on TV. <laughs> I wonder if there's any other like Star Trek people. Like it looks like this was all filmed around Toronto. Like, right. <laughs> this could all be the same cast. Like that's crazy. Oh,
2: I think for the most part, I think they filmed it mostly in like Toronto. Uh, I think one of the seasons was season two. I think it was filmed in BC. Uh, it Sunbury, takes place at like a it takes place at like a campground. So it seemed like it was kind of a mountainous area, though. So I thought it, maybe it might be BC, but who knows?
1: Yeah, no, this looks amazing. Like, um, I wish it wasn't on Shutter, another streaming service to that I have to get. Well, it it looks, one, no, actually, one, one it looks three, like one to three far are on Netflix. Netflix. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll watch
2: seasons those. seasons one, two, and three are on Netflix. I I definitely recommend season three and season four hands down. They are they are really good. Season two was phenomenal as well, but marred for me because I figured out who the killer was pretty much right uh. from the first episode. <laughs> I don't but it was one of those like it was only because um I got I I looked up the cast list mm-hmm. uh to see who was on that season and they had one of the cast members who probably nobody really knows who the hell this guy is listed as a certain character. And then I was like when I'm watching the show I'm like I might be the only person in the planet that knows who that guy is because he was on the same season of Canadian Idol as my buddy Adam. <laughs> so I'm like, so when I saw his name on the le- on the cast list versus his character on the show, I was like, oh, he's the killer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was, well, he wasn't, but I figured out what the how the season was going to end and then i was like eh, well it turns out i was right so i was like damn it i kind of marred it a little bit but didn't ruin the entertainment of getting to that point <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: i i will definitely check this out i love i love anthology films or shows mm-hmm. um it's
2: this, it's if you're a fan of the 80s style horror 80s style slashers and that like this is right up your alley
1: the last season that you just described like um remind me of ready or not that movie that was surprisingly oh good, yeah that
2: no it reminded me yeah i was the whole time i was like i was getting vibes of ready or not and i was getting vibes of uh 10 Indians. Uh, fucking uh you're next
1: oh yeah 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 yeah
2: yeah. which yeah. is probably one of my favorite horror movies of ever all time
1: <laughs> I, I will definitely check Watch that out it too. we, <laughs> we <laughs> <ready. Yeah. laughs> awesome uh hawk any any thoughts on this any uh questions
0: uh, um, yeah uh, David Cronenberg with a you know a, a good hefty role in a TV series yeah, uh, yeah. I gotta see that yeah
1: yeah for sure, for sure. there's lots
2: yeah. of it too where like that season does a lot of like flashbacks to like the early like the 25 years earlier and watching him play like a 25 year younger version of himself on it too and he is an absolute bastard in this show <sighs> like holy shit he is a piece of shit on the show
1: I he does it there. so well Season four, we'll have to uh, check it out on Steve Plus. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Hawk. What's your next one?
0: Um. Ooh, so my next one. Um. Well, I don't know if you're going to get into it. I know you're currently watching one right now. Just do it. You do probably it. only. Then okay. I can do Bluey. Well, you. you were gonna...
3: <laughs>
0: Actually, I think I'll, I'll talk about one that I. I. I I was almost gonna give it a pass on that because I fell into that thing where it's like I watched the first bit and I was like, yeah, and that, and I had to go back later and watch the whole episode to get the impression. Our flag means death.
1: Yes. Uh, wait, wait yeah, keep- oh, I on that? I've been I, bugging people what? to watch that for ages. I know. I
2: keep forgetting to watch it. Uh, like I, after the last time we talked about it, it was on my. It was number one on my list, and I keep forgetting about this it. This show
1: is so good. I can't wait. I hope they bring it back for season two.
0: Oh, they have to. Apparently, it's like the uh, the streaming like you know, nods. It's getting is going through the roof, and mm. that apparently mm-hmm. it yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it, the most streamed show right now in yeah. the world. Yeah, it yeah. overtook.
1: Um, what did it overtake? That was crazy. Oh my god! It, it was I like think a, it, was,
0: it was big. It was like Book of Boba Fett or something.
1: It did. It overtook Book of Boba Fett as the most streamed show this year
2: yeah oh god you and bremner's in it too yep you and bremner is great as buttons oh my god
1: i hex you i hex you (laughs)
2: leslie jones fred (laughs) armison do cameos oh my
1: god Uh,
0: so Uh. good uh so for those of you out there the this uh, show it falls in that style of British comedy. I think that I haven't seen since maybe the original Blackadder series, and that well, right. I used to watch it as a kid.
1: It also reminded me of like the 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 comedy stylings of like Black Books, like those like nineties, early two thousands, like mm-hmm. singles. Anyway, Blackadder <laughs> is probably more accurate, but yeah, no, I agree.
0: It follows the life of St- uh, Steve Sponnet and that, who, who was uh, basically, he was, his parents, his father came into money. Uh, he was raised very wealthy and that, and his father always reminded him of that, that he was, de- you know, that everything he was came from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, at some point, he suffers a midlife crisis. I'm only four episodes in, so, I, you know. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, I-, I can also help anyway, describe. <laughs> He suffers a midlife crisis and decides to pursue a goal of his since, you know, he was, you know, a wee lad. He wants to be the first gentleman pirate. Yeah. So he abandons his family and uh, buys a ship and, you know, gets... Gets a crew together and that, and uh, sets out for adventure on the high seas and that, which does yeah, it goes stunningly bad for him almost from the onset.
1: <laughs> yeah, what's amazing is that Steed Bonnet, Steed Bonnet is an actual pirate. He's he was actually named the Gentleman Pirate, and um, like he 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 was actually renowned in the in the in the pirating world because of his relationship. Like he had a friendship with Blackbeard, which gets explored in the TV show. Uh, in a different way, um, mm-hmm. if you've ever played the the pirate Assassin's Creed game, um, what was it? Number Black four, Flag. Black Flag. He's actually one yeah. of the people you talk to and you get missions from in the game. Nice. So that's um, amazing. Seed bomb bonnet. He. Um, in real life i I watched a small documentary on steve bonnet after watching the show he um he didn't pirate for long because he did eventually die yeah <laughs> by by the queen's uh our uh, queen's navy the king's navy um but yeah yeah <laughs> the the tv show i'm gonna let you talk because the show is fucking amazing Just i'm
2: I'm grabbing it on Steve Plus right now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, it, it's the cast of characters and that is great. They all have, uh, play such great supporting roles in that. Uh, Christian Nairn, who I remember as Hodor, is saying that he plays, who's who his character's name?
1: His name is Wee John Feeney. Wee John. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we light him on fire? Yeah, we can light on fire. Okay, I'm in.
0: (laughs) And as Brent mentioned, you and Bremner is in it as buttons and that. He's like a second to the captain and that. And he is just hilarious. (laughs) You know, there was this this one scene. The first episode? it's not much of a spoiler in that, but he, you know, he's talking about. I'm not good at the hand-to-hand combat anymore, the captain, and that. So I had these things fashioned for me, and that. And it's basically just a pair of dentures, and that <laughs> that are made out of iron, and that, and fashioned into fangs, and in that. He just sticks them in his mouth, and that, and bites people on the throat with them, and that.
1: that. It comes back, which is hilarious and a great bit in the last episode. But um, in the first episode, he goes up to Steve, and he's like, Captain. There's mutiny. <laughs> and then you see all the other pirates sitting around. They're like, yeah, uh, how do I like his, uh, the his, pros and his, cons they, of murdering him and taking the ship. but who's going to <laughs> <laughs> read us a story at nighttime. We're talking about Pinocchio. <laughs> so I was like, We need he to, he to find out if he boy? becomes a real boy. Oh my God. It's so what? And then and he pays them a weekly wage. <laughs> it's so good. Um, uh, And it's like the who's who of British and New Zealand comedians are just part of this cast. And then randomly, like uh, Brent said, random people just show up and are just like, holy shit. I guess. uh, guess But the real cherry on
0: top of this of this show has to be Taika Waititi in that. I don't think there is a role that he cannot tackle in that. And, and, you know, as we find out, he's the one who plays the infamous black beard. (laughs)
1: Let's see. You're in episode four, right? What happened in episode four?
0: Uh, basically, um, Steeds is introducing oh. him to his ship and that. And it's like Blackbeard is at a weird point in his life and that where it's like he's almost in an existential crisis and that. You yeah. know, it's like, what does it all mean in that? You know, and he's.
1: What does it all mean?
0: <laughs> the What he's like, he should. Steeds showing him like that big bedroom and like drawing room that he has on the ship. And he's like, you're crazy, man. You know? You, uh, you, you're just, Why
1: do you have all these. Yeah, just. It's
0: just. <laughs> It's like, and you got an open fire on a ship <laughs> surrounded by all this paper. And that, man, that is crazy.
1: Um, I think um, what I know this isn't a spoiler because it's everywhere. What makes this show special is that it explores an LGBTQ um, love storyline between Blackbeard and Steve on it. Like this is everywhere on the internet, so I'm not really spoiling that. And they do it in such a loving and amazing way, like the way that their relationship grows. And because you haven't gotten to that point, I just I wanted to talk about it. And seeing Taika Waititi and um, Reese Darby just become like the best boyfriends ever, to uh, appear on TV ever. <laughs> <laughs> like they are so adorable. The just the best.
2: Reese Darby is just the best. Anything ever. Yeah.
1: Oh. oh. But you he's. Can see I've their never. Connection. I have never
2: seen him in anything that has not killed me. Even yeah. fucking what was it? His role in Yes Man.
1: Yep. Everything. Oh
2: my god! Like oh, he's so good.
1: <laughs> this this is the perfect vehicle for him, and the fact that him and Taika get to lead it, like from that point onwards. I think Taika comes in episode two or three
0: i think he's got he's introduced i think like in episode two well the concept of it was introduced in episode one and that you know one guy's (laughs) lying about you know he served with him and that and he became his blackbeard's right hand man and the way they portrayed him and that just the smoke face with red glowing eyes
3: Mm -hmm.
1: oh and and we were talking about did we talk about rory Kinnear? is in this like he is so good. Oh,
0: so good. <laughs> he was a, like a childhood chum of Steve uh, Steve's bonnet and that. Baby
1: bonnet. Baby oh, bonnet. Oh, he bullies him so
0: badly, like in childhood and that baby bonnet. Ha yeah. <laughs> ha It was all a good now I, fun that.
2: now I can see that they have not appeared in the first season, but how long do we get before Brett and Germaine show up on the show at some point? I please God. Would not, please God.
1: I would not uh <laughs> doubt that they would show up in the second season. Like,
2: uh, Jermaine, especially like his, (laughs) he's still pretty prolific out there. Like, I don't know what, uh, I'm
1: not really sure what what Brett's doing. Yeah. But what,
2: uh, but I mean, as far as like the acting roles, like, I mean, Brett hasn't really done anything since the cameo in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Brett really does more,
1: (laughs) um, music stuff on the behind the scenes now, which is a shame because he's, he's wonderful on screen, but I assume both Mm. of them are going to show up. Like I can't not see them show up. They have just to.
2: have like a musical performance or exactly. something and have them write a pi- have them write a pirate song, please.
1: For a pirate show, not enough pirate songs in this season, but it is it mm. is brilliant. I think this might be probably my favorite show this year. This year. Easily. Mm. Watch we'll it. Run the burbs.
0: Uh so so different. Um Run the Burbs just hits closer to home, but it does. You know, this yeah. This show. Great. So, do I watch Yellow Jackets or do I watch Our Flag tonight? Our
1: Flag, yeah. man. Watch it Our
0: depends flag. on how heavy do you want to get tonight.
2: Uh, I, you know what, I think because I've got
0: to work in the morning, I'd rather do something light. Our Flag, Our flag means death is for Although, you. Although, yeah, if you right. watch
1: the first episode, you might want to watch more.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, thankfully, they're only about like a half hour, so you know you could probably squeeze in like at least two. I maybe think three the last one's an
1: hour. From what I remember is la- the last one the last is la- long, one? but it's really good. <laughs> really good. Um what um I appreciate about this show is that not only is it ridiculously funny, but it has a lot of heart. And then later on in the season, there are some things that happen that are a little bit heartbreaking, and you're like like you feel for all these characters and it's 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 not just like they're throw throwaway characters. Like you'd expect not all the pirates, you wouldn't care about all of them, but you do. Even even Black Pete, who has an unfortunate name. Um, you, you still like him, even though he's sort of a dick in the first episode <laughs> and he's sort of a dick continually. But they're they're all really, really quite good. Um have you met um what's her what's her what's his name on the show?
0: Uh Jim. Oh, who's Jim on the show?
1: Jim Jim is uh the one that is the mute on the show.
0: The mute. Well yeah. Okay. absolutely yeah uh, yeah the first four episodes cover jim's story okay. i wasn't yeah. sure
1: if jim's story was yeah. was at that point but yeah yeah oh my god yeah. you'll have to see it um later on you get to meet mary bonnet um through oh. some means and she's played by claudia o'doherty who's an amazing british comedian <laughs> she
0: she is super funny she's that, especially in so those flashbacks and that you know it's like their life together <laughs> <laughs> When he starts talking about the tedium of it all, and he's like, "Why is it? What's wrong with the tedium?"
2: I'm just going through the guest list of yep. like who's on this season. Like, holy shit!
1: I don't. I sort of <laughs> don't want you to do that because certain ones show up and you're like, "What the? Fuck?
2: <laughs> what?" <laughs> I'll free. I'll forget. Like, I'll forget, and those pop up, and I'll. At yep. this point, I'm pretty sure Fred Armisen has it in his contract that he has to appear on every
1: show at some point. He shows up pretty soon I, in this series, <laughs> I believe. Him and Leslie Jones show up pretty soon. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's why you find out about Jim. Yeah, because of that. Like, oh yeah.
2: Yeah. That's he had another show that I that I heavily considered uh, talking about tonight, but they they've since canceled it. So What show? Which Portlandia? Uh doc uh documentary now.
1: I don't even know what that uh-huh. is.
2: It's one it's uh him, Bill Hader and Seth Meyers created, and Fred Armisen oh, and Be- Bill Hader star in every episode. And every episode is a fake documentary based on a real documentary.
0: Oh, this is it is. I can see why this would appeal for Bill Hader. He, it, Bill Hader is obsessed with that guy who does that, you know, that voice, uh, you know, so, Peter, uh, Peter Graves. Not Peter. Not, Graves. not Peter
2: Graves. No, the guy who hosts, like, uh, uh, yeah, I know the one you're talking about, but yeah, yeah, I yeah. I have saying. to look up the show. But no, they, they, he didn't. It.
0: He didn't know he was in for a murder it, this weekend.
2: What
1: was it called again?
2: <laughs> the documentary now, and it's hosted by Ellen. Uh, Helen Mirren. Like she narrates <laughs> the intro to every episode.
1: Oh, but it's uh, this is the one that they did the the the, the fake uh, company right making of company episode.
2: I. I'm not sure it's uh they well they did like the the rip-off or they did a spin-off of like the making of the band. Um and I can't remember it was like some rip-off of like it was his it was Fred Armisen's character from SNL who was one of the original uh punk rockers and they did like one of the episodes was uh a documentary about the origins of his music career which was based on another one
0: I saw that, and they had uh, two members of the Clash did a like a uh, did yes. a bit with that character. Yeah, this Amy one, Mann
2: yeah. comes on and like performs with him. Like it's a whole bunch of like a who's who of like seventies uh, rock. Like joins them.
1: Uh, but
2: I'm, the one episode that absolutely like there's a couple episodes of coming. It was the first episode where they're playing uh, sisters who live in like this farmhouse together, who have never seen the outside world, and it's unbelievable. There's the, the coffee and beans episode about the uh, Peru's greatest chef that is uh, to this day unknown. And then they do one about an MTV uh, documentary crew with these two guys who went to like Colombia to like try and inve- or they went to like Mexico to try and investigate the cartels. And in every segment of the show, it's the two of them playing different characters because they keep getting killed off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, the episode I was talking about is a so they made a movie about the recording of um the company Broadway cast album in the seventies and they did a fake documentary in documentary now called um called co op the original cast recording and has John Mulaney playing a um a character that's very much stephen sondheim and and uh the lead actor in the in the co-op musical is richard kind so like oh. This I remember watching this and be like, this is fucking hilarious. And I thought that was just like a TV movie. I didn't realize that was a series. No, it's,
2: it was a series. They ran God, two seasons of that's it.
1: that's Amazing. I'm gonna have to watch all. It's of this. one of
2: those. It it it's one of those that might come back one day. It's kind of like they have like a curb your enthusiasm deal where it's like when you have the ideas and you have the time. But ever since he started doing Barry, mm. like I don't think haters had time to do it anymore. So that's fair. yeah, that's fair. And like no, between Barry it, and between it, Seth Meyers having his own talk show. And apparently, he's being hinted as taking over for Lauren Michaels at SNL. Oh, really? shit. Because Lauren that... Michaels is retiring after uh, not after next season.
1: Why don't they bring and Coden? Hint- he's, not, he's not doing anything.
2: They, they're hinting that the two that they're heavily going after are either Seth Meyers or Tina Fey to take over the show.
1: Oh, Tina Fey. I like yeah. both of them, actually, to be honest. So I don't mind. I, I don't mind either of them. Although, Coden, he's not doing anything. Oh
0: Conan would be great. He's a freaking you know. Conan would. I, I think Conan would really like transform Saturday Night Live. I could see that. Yeah. He did that he would, with yeah.
2: Simpsons I, too, because he wouldn't keep it the same. He would. He would evolve it. Which
1: I, is exactly I feel like what it all three of those people would though. Like I don't think Tina Fey would keep mm. it the same. Seth Meyers, I don't know.
2: That, Not to continue going off on a a, on an offshoot tangent here, but I don't know if anyone caught this past week's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal hosted episode.
1: No, Uh, really,
2: really, really good episode. Uh, They had this fucking spectacular game show segment. And then as well as this one about like home renovators, that was wonderful. But the sketch that got me to watch it specifically was they had an episode about uh, a human resources meeting uh, at a company. Uh, being mediated by Jake Gyllenhaal's Hall's like office character between three women who were being catty in a bathroom and Chucky who they were like the being dog? catty towards and decided to attack one of them. Oh god. So they're doing this whole like office mediation and and like resolving con- like conflict resolution between Chucky trying to kill people and these girls being really mean to him.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh, anyway, <laughs> to 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 go off of our flag means death. We're going to do my last one I guess, which yeah. you know, is going to be bluey. It's a, oh boy. it's a it's a it's a delightful TV show. It's Australian. It's um it's a cartoon for kids. It's a it's a children's cartoon. But I don't think it's written just for children. There's there's actually a lot of wonderful episodes. Um so this is this follows a family of Uh, that live in Australia. They live in Brisbane and each episode is about six or seven minutes. And I think every single one is if you have kids and there's an, and there's a TV show that both, you know, kids and adults like, if you want to find something like that, Bluey is the perfect one because they're short episodes. So you can just cut it off if you want to, the storylines are good. The parents are actually really awesome. Um, the kids aren't annoying. <laughs> um, the storylines are good. There's, um, you know when we were kids and we would watch Looney Tunes and we'd get introduced to classical music and stuff like that. Yes, they do beautiful things like that. Where there's this whole sequence. So there's Bandit's the dad, Chili's the mom, Bluey is the older daughter, and then Bingo is the younger daughter. Um, and Bingo has this dream where she's you know a planet. Uh, or she, she she cracks open out of the earth and she's like this space child and she's going through. It's, you know, cute little uh, dream sequence, but it's set to Holtz's The Planets the whole way through. So I'll, there'll be times when I hear my kids singing Jupiter <laughs> just in the hallway. I'm like, what the hell? And they're getting introduced to like little pieces of classical music or they'll start um like talking about different concepts. There's a whole... Episode where the parents are building IKEA furniture. It's not really said IKEA furniture, but you can see they're all the boxes and they're fighting. But the whole concept of the episode is sort of this evolution um, of religion and mixed with evolution. So the parents are building on this on their deck, and the kids are going through like they're showing the evolution of mankind. And when Bluey's at the end, oh my god! I don't even know how to explain this episode without it like sounding crazy in my like to you guys. But it's it's one of those shows where you'll get something as a parent, but you'll get a different story as a kid. Like you'll everyone gets something from this show, and sometimes I'll just watch it by myself if I'm feeling sad. <laughs> I just want to watch something. But then you what? Watch... What is it? What it's, is it on? It's on Disney Plus right now. Okay, because oh. I feel like
2: at this point, based on how much you and Marcus have gone, on, and I mean, like, I can't relate for your excitement of it because I'm not a parent, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at this point, I have to like at least watch it to see what the phenomenon is, because you guys are not the only ones that I keep hearing about the show from.
1: It's everywhere. Anyone
2: who has kids that are like are in the like the five to six year old range, I'm like, I mentioned that name, and they're like, oh god, yeah, like the kids are obsessed with it here.
1: We were at a birthday party <laughs> yesterday for um our friend's kid turned three and he got a bluey kid back and every, all the parents like, yeah, Bluey. <laughs> it was so funny. The parents were more excited than I think Jax was for getting <laughs> the, the bluey thing. And then all like, you could hear like different people humming the theme song. The music is also very good. Like it's, a, it's not like, it's not a soundtrack that, um you know, I can't even think of a children's soundtrack that I can, regularly hum in my head maybe gargoyles because I love gargoyles as a kid but Bluey is a very good um, musical show in general I I just I can't I can't express how much everyone should watch this show that's how much I love this show and oh my god even on our our strange new um, pod discord I think I started talking about Bluey with one of our new members over there and that just came out of nowhere yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) I know. I I get the love you have for the. I love the. Like, like, yeah, when Bluey somebody there, when somebody Bluey wants to talk to you about it, I know you'd be full I, will I really it. should check this out because you know, to be honest, like you know, everything I watch, you know, it tends to run towards like a really dark themes and that, you know. You like, know I, this is I one of those so- shows
1: where I'd go, Hawk. Real talk, you have to watch this show. That's that. That's the level of it, intensity that you have to watch this show.
0: Um, <laughs> it's, it's, might be a good power cleanser for me. Okay, there
1: is the the lot. So, um, there are three seasons right now. They're on a mid season break because there are fifty two episodes per season. They're seven minutes long, so that makes sense, right? Um, but the last episode of uh season three was called Fairy Tale, and it's set in the eighties, and it's just like the perfect um slice of life from the eighties. Cause Bandit's talking about how he used to be a bad brother and ended up becoming good uh, he got jinxed and the kids are like what does that mean um but they do like they do the skids remember when we were kids and everyone loved skidding with their bikes and not breaking oh my yep. god like they do stuff like that there's a there's an episode that's purely on facetime where they're calling their cousin and their cousin steals one of the phones and just starts running through the house and that's like such a perfect example of what it's like to facetime with children. Like, oh my god. I love this show so much. Everything. Just watch it. It's on i just watch it. Oh my god. Yeah, it's I'm such a watching the theme song right now. It's such a cute <laughs> theme song, man. Yeah! Do 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 Oh that's alright. Um Bump 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 Bada Dad funded- <laughs> do <laughs> Yeah, mom. Um Ah oh, man, I can't. I can't. Like the show is so good. The show is so good. It wasn't even on my list. I was gonna do "Our Flag Means Death" and and run um, uh, run the burbs, and I was like, I have to talk about Bluey. How could I? Not I was talk so about sure Bluey?
0: you were gonna pick Killing Eve. Yeah,
1: Killing Eve is very good, but I only I've only seen five or six. wait no, I watched the first season. Hawk, I watched all. Oh, of you the finished the first, first season. season? Okay, cool. I did not expect the end of that first season. I was like, "Oh shit!" I could. I'm so glad that I got to go straight into the second season because if I had to wait a year, I'd be like, "Fucking hell,
0: no!" Can you believe? I know
1: the um the cast of Killing Eve.
0: I at all. You know, just- Sandra O oh was in particular in that. You know, because it's like it's a mainly European cast that she's working with and that. But she- God, she does not seem you know out of place at all. Yeah. yeah no
1: sandra oh is perfect her um paired off against jody Com- comer comer
0: yeah comer uh,
1: who i like i know her from free guy <laughs> like that's how that's I it know her.
0: this is like this is how the world knows her as villanelle and that you know yeah. uh it's that thing it's like you know when you when you find the right role of, of a good psycho you know of a psychopath you know like a, a well-portrayed psychopath and that like Doors open up for you.
1: So, like, it was mind blowing how good she is on the show. Like, it's mm-hmm. mind blowing how, like, she can turn, like, face just in an instant.
0: It's the, it's the ticks and everything and that. Mm-hmm. It's her comedic timing, too, and that, mm-hmm. especially, like, some of the really dark stuff that's happening in that. She makes mm-hmm. it sound, like, <laughs> so <laughs> funny in that. Like, you remember Beard Guy? Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. like, take, you know, off, take your off your take off your clothes oh my god it's like um, why <laughs> you know he knows that she's there to kill him and then and she's like because the, whenever I'm someone in to, the know.
1: first scene was like are you gonna kill me and She's like yes like, and it's just like the this first calm, time like used- creepy and i'm just like oh my god you are you are i'm oh the
0: first god. i'm going to use you for sex and then he's <laughs> like what like just kidding <laughs> about the sex
1: uh, um, I... Oh,
2: just to enter to, to interject really quick, I just looked this up. Apparently, I should have done it. Documentary now is coming over the fourth season this year.
1: Ah, yeah. And
2: I... two of two of the ones that they're spoofing are My Octopus Teacher and When We Were Kings, the Muhammad Ali story.
1: Uh, oh, 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 boy! <laughs> <laughs> I I just realized that Jodie Comer was in the last Star Wars movie. She was in yeah Rise for half Skywalker. a second. She was yeah in, she was Ray's mother.
0: Yeah, she was. That's
1: a waste of talent. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> what? I feel Fuck like, you, JJ. I feel like Sorry. maybe she had a bigger role, maybe?
0: Like, I feel like you can't cast her and just... like If they had done anything different in that movie. I don't. Anything. Like, I don't. I don't understand.
1: This is another. This is another reason for me to get angry at Rise of Skywalker, which makes me really upset because I really, really hate Rise of Skywalker.
0: Just add it to the growing cons list. And that. there's no pros. Uh, it's I'm all gonna, just a I'm going to make list. you. I'm going to make you hate me. Why?
2: I've never seen it. I don't. That so. That's good for you. It. No, no, no. <laughs> Do you thing. know what?
0: You're you're a better yeah. person for never yeah. having seen it. Yeah, you are better.
2: I mm-hmm. I watched I watched the first one and I went. Yeah, we've kind of seen that before. It's that's three movies all rolled into one, and then I watched the second one, and I was like, eh, well, I don't think I really need to continue with this anymore. So this is <laughs> this
1: is why like we'll talk about this when we talk about Star Wars uh, in May. But um Soon. Soon. Um but I saw the first one, I was like, Okay. It was all it was entertaining. But we've seen it before. Hopefully the next one makes it better. I saw The Last Jedi, which I didn't like. And I was like, okay, well, at least they have one more to sort of, you know, bring everything together. Personally, I didn't like what they did with Luke. I know that it's an evolution of the character, and I I, I accept that. Um, But personally, as a Star Wars, as a, pers- as a personal preference, I didn't like it. I know a lot of people. I know you like The Last yeah, Jedi. I liked it, as um, you
0: know, out of all, that entire trilogy and that. I conceptually, I liked the
1: idea. I... I didn't like the execution. Um, The third <laughs> one came out, and I was like, well did all nine movies. All nine. Yep. <laughs> you yep. ruined nine movies. Yep. Uh, Anyways,
0: we died grass We, 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 we can talk, talk about, about it. this
1: anymore. I can't talk about nope. Star Wars. We'll talk about Obi-Wan when we get to Obi-Wan, because hopefully that makes it better. <laughs> yeah. Take away the pain. Take away that pain. <laughs> Give Jodie Comer better roles.
0: <laughs> yeah, Jay right? Abrams.
1: If you're going to cast her in something, do it right. Um, I hope she gets something good, like, Killing Eve ended yesterday, didn't it? Like, all four it seasons. It did, apparently.
0: So. I haven't seen the last episode yet, I've been staying away from uh Twitter and that, because like, you know, Twitter SUCKS! As far yeah, as spoilers. Yeah,
1: sorry, Sorry yeah. Not for that spoiler on Thursday. For ah, time. yeah. I know.
0: Like, um, you know, that would yeah. be... Yeah. yeah. I was looking yeah, forward to yeah. the surprise ooh, of it ooh, and that, ooh. and then I look at Twitter, it's like, fuck. You. Who would do that? Like... And it wasn't even that explicit a reveal in that, but as soon as they put a couple words together in that from a previous TV series that person had been on, I was like, ah, You know? Because, like, what they showed might have just been a promotional photo release this week and that, you know? But as soon as they put the words, you know, from the previous series together, I was like, okay, I know who that is, and fuck you for spoiling that for me. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Anyway... I think we're good here. Is there any TV shows we should be watching? Send us an email. Send us a text. Send us not a text. We don't have phone numbers out there. Send no. us a tweet or, you know, message on Instagram. We'd love to hear. Slip into our DMs. Yeah, slip in there. Um, yeah. We will. We'll probably do this again. I like finding out, like, there's now, what, four new TV shows I need to watch because of you guys? No, wait. One, yeah. two. Friends. I think I've seen
0: Hawks already i know you downloaded yellow jackets right. and that but you had not yeah. gotten around to watching I it all watched yet it all
1: yet no
2: yeah i'm i'm worried i'm on steve plus for that right now too
1: <laughs> um, right. um killing eve isn't the best quality on c plus so just a warning um all right. we will talk to all of you fun people out there soon um we'll do a moon night on wednesday again <laughs> and then uh i'm gonna try and come back to streaming some games i just i've, I've been exhausted and
2: I stuff. want to see you play Elden Ring. Yeah. I want to see your progression in it. I want to. Like,
1: I, I'm God I'm sakes. on the the mountain of giants right now, going through that. So um, I'll. I'll I on want
2: here. to. See, I want to see you fight the the fucking final boss or the boss of that area.
1: Um, I I've been trying to. It is
2: incredible. So at <laughs> the point where I'm
1: at, I well not this point this this happened a little bit earlier. This guy told me that I can get the spell and burn the roots myself. Um, and I want to try and figure out how to do that. That's what I'm doing right now because I have the spell. I just need to figure out where to burn the roots. <laughs> um, and I think it's under the the capital city because that's what someone told me. I think.
2: I don't know. I I did everything the the, the legit way, so.
1: Oh no! I, like this was an NPC character that told me as I was going up yeah. the mountain.
2: No, but I mean, like I've done it the way that they like they want you to do it, like fighting everything. So.
1: Okay. Yeah. I don't know if this is uh. I, I assume I still have to fight the end boss. I don't think you would skip a boss in this game. Could you? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen the ending. I'm trying to he, stay. No, uh, no, he's.
2: I think no matter what, no matter what, this one is mandatory. There's out of like the 180 bosses in the game. There's 12 that are mandatory, and even four of those aren't mandatory. They're just recommended because they're easier than others than the alternates.
1: Interesting. We'll not talk about Elden. We'll talk about that later. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Thanks you guys for listening. Thank you for coming out. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like it here, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.